Hello, this is Olena of olenablay.com and today I want to talk about one of the biggest, biggest mistakes you're making that is keeping you from clear skin, okay? I think this is so important. <laughs> we gotta talk about it, okay, so that you can stop making this mistake and actually achieve those skin goals, right? Now, as you're joining me, let, it, let me know where you are in the world because I love to hear from you. Let me know. Where are you right now? <laughs> okay, so do you want to know what that mistake is? The one mistake that you're making that's keeping you from your skin goals? <laughs> oh, let me give you an example first, maybe. Maybe let's see if you can, you can um, identify it for yourself, okay? And maybe you can guess in the comments. I would love to hear the one mistake that you are making that is keeping you from your skin goals. Okay. For example, for example, how about this? How about this? You've started a new skincare routine, right? You've used it for, I don't know, once. <laughs> Let, okay. Let's, let's give you a little more, uh, what's the word? Let's, let's pretend you used it a few more days. Maybe you were a little more patient. You used it for three days. Okay. And then after those three days, you go, well, it's not working. I have a new pimple. Therefore, this routine is causing this pimple. Next. Okay, great. What does that do? What does that do for you? Like if you're the type of person who tries a routine for three days, a week, even a month, and you just totally decide, you decide that it doesn't work and then you move on to the next thing. What does it make you? It makes you really a great consumer, right? A consumer who continuously buys new shit, okay? A consumer that fills up her drawer of useless shit because you never use anything up, but you have all these conclusions about the things that you didn't even use up, right? Now, of course, um, this begs the question, like, you know, sometimes people do get instantaneous reactions to things, but these instantaneous reactions are often so extreme and so rare that A, you would know immediately if something doesn't suit you, right? That's why, you know, many brands suggest patch testing. You can patch test. You can put something like on your neck for 24 hours, see if it has like the uh, potential to make your skin react or not. But nobody does that. Nobody does that. Instead, they use a product all over their face. And then three days later, they think that they know if that product is a good product or not. But okay, let's take it a little bit further. Okay. What if it was just one product you tried it, for some reason you decide that it doesn't work for you, okay? Because usually the reason is, I got a pimple, or that's usually the reason. Okay, so you got a pimple, you decide, okay, that product doesn't work for me. What's the next thing that you do? You go into the back, you read the ingredients, right? You go, it's this, it's this ingredient. How do you know it's that ingredient? Because your intuition tells you so? It's a download? from the universe? Like, how do you know? <laughs> that was a joke. The download from the universe thing was a total joke, okay? How do you know? Lately, like, again, I hear, I hear for some reason algae as the ingredient that comes up for a lot of people. People go, oh, it's the algae in my powder, or it's the algae in my cream, or it's the algae in this. I don't know where people are finding all these algae-laden products. I know the Jane Iredale Foundation that I recommend contains, like, a drop of algae, but... <laughs> But people go, it's the algae, it's the algae. And it's like, okay, but why algae? And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why algae, because 
You Googled it. You Googled, is algae bad? And you found somebody on the internet willing to say that algae is bad. Somebody else drew this conclusion out of thin air. And so you Googling, does algae cause acne? Does algae make me break out? Is it the algae? Only get that question, that suspicion confirmed by somebody else who's also guessing. So... Uh, this brings me back to the initial question as you know when we started this live i asked you like what do you think is the one huge mistake that often people make that keeps them from getting clear skin and that mistake is stay tuned because <laughs> i should give you another i should give you more examples right uh, let me give you a few more examples <laughs> let's see if you can identify this mistake in the comments just write it what do you think it is write it in the comments Okay, for example, you are on your period, okay, you're, or you're about to be on your period, and you notice a pimple, maybe a couple of pimples, right? And you decide that it is because of hormones that you got that pimple. What are you doing there? Now, what happens when you get a pimple in the middle of the month, you know, in the middle of your cycle? What happens when you get it after your period, like nothing, nothing. That's not a hormonal pimple. Also hormonal pimple. Let's just talk about a hormonal pimple. What hormone is causing the pimple? How do you know? I'll tell you how you know, because you Googled it. <laughs> you Googled, <laughs> do hormones cause acne? What do I do about my hormonal acne? And you just get a bunch of answers on the internet confirming how you asked the question, right? How you asked the question determined the answer that you got, okay? Or do bananas cause acne? You ask Google. Do bananas cause acne? Somebody on the internet is bound to think that bananas cause acne. And if you ask, do bananas cause acne? You are likely to find that one person on the internet, maybe it's a bunch of people, <laughs> that think that bananas cause acne, okay? Or the dairy cause, like you can, any food, but I'm, I'm using a funny food as an example, a food that for sure for no reason causes acne, right? <laughs> but people really, when they're vilifying foods, right, they come to a place where they are vilifying the most like innocent food, like any food at this point, because yesterday I had a banana, yesterday I had sweet potato, yesterday I had broccoli, yesterday I had, you know, I don't know, chips. Anything I had yesterday is the cause of today's pimple. Okay, so I'm going to uh, scroll a little bit to see if any of you uh, guessed it. Exotic Beauty Find says, not being consistent. That's a good one, but no, that's not what I'm referring to, but that's a good one. Not being consistent is definitely a mistake that people make on the and that, you know, stops them from getting clear skin. Um, let me see here. No, oh, nobody guessed it. What? Nobody guessed it. Okay, so the biggest mistake that people make, in my opinion, is jumping to conclusions. I keep saying it, you didn't guess it. Like I say it in my stories, I say it in my posts. Jumping to conclusions. Ah! <laughs> I have to deal with this every day. <laughs> um, people jumping to conclusions about their skin, right? And it's oftentimes not an original conclusion that you're jumping to. It's always something you've read somewhere, okay? You've read somewhere, you're unaware of how it Im influenced your observations and your experience of your skin, because we are highly, highly suggestible. If you look up, did the banana cause acne? 
And if you start to believe that, that bananas can cause acne, you start to notice that every time you eat a banana, you break out. Doesn't mean the banana is causing you to break out. It just so happens that you notice it anytime after a banana. You don't notice it after beef or I don't know, whatever other meal, okay, that doesn't contain bananas. We are highly, highly suggestible. High, like, like highly, highly suggestible. And we have to fight with ourselves all the time with this this jumping to conclusions business like if we're not aware of how suggestible we are if we're not aware of the biases that we hold if we're not aware of the fact that we always want to understand things and we will try to find the shortest shortcut to understanding things even if that shortcut is just a what's the word seems like a shortcut right but it's not even rooted in anything real we'll still take it because we want to understand so badly right we want like especially Acne is something that could be very painful for people, right? It's not just like a neutral event. Like when you have a severe skin condition, it's not neutral any longer. It can be very painful. It can cause you quite a bit of anxiety. You can get quite desperate, right? And you have to be aware of that tendency. Like when I'm, you know, in pain and desperate for a solution, I become vulnerable to A, jumping to conclusions and B, uh, believing anything that confirms my my like conclusions that I already jumped to, but I'm jumping the, the, why I'm using this phrase in particular, jumping to a conclusion is because in the, you're jumping past all the facts, you're jumping past the effort it takes in understanding the subject, the question, even yourself. <laughs> and you're just like, Whoop, I'm here now. I understand. You know, without taking that journey to understanding and the journey to understanding is often very messy, full of mistakes, full of <laughs> disappointments sometimes, full of needing to admit, hey, wow, I don't know enough or wow, I made a big mistake, you know, and people don't want to feel all that discomfort. It's so much easier just to jump to the conclusion, pretend you understand, and then just go around repeating that conclusion that is based in nothing, nothing, okay? Now, one of the biggest, I think, things that stand in your guys' way is this, this idea that a pimple forms overnight, okay? I just noticed this a lot. People really think that a pimple can form overnight. And I'm like, okay, it can't, okay? <laughs> it takes a while to form. Your skin is a very complex organ. There's a lot going on at all times. Things that you don't notice, okay? And just because you notice something today doesn't mean that there wasn't a lot going on before you ever noticed it today, right? And just because you notice it today doesn't mean that it happened today, <laughs> if that makes sense. It's so complicated. I feel like I need to just like start from the beginning and like, but that's for those of you who are interested in learning more about skin and how it functions and all this stuff so that you don't keep jumping to conclusions, then I recommend Skin Queen my skincare course. You're going to learn everything that I'm talking about and more, obviously, um, so that you just stop. You just stop. <laughs> because I've seen this jumping to conclusions thing. It, it, it changes faces, but it's the same mechanism, right? So some people, they go from jumping to conclusions about their hormones to jumping to conclusions about specific foods to then jumping to, to uh, conclusions about products to then jumping to conclusions about specific ingredients and it's, it's like uh, akin to being an astrologer and just making shit up, okay? <laughs> You're like an astro- Okay, the sun is in Venus, therefore I got a pimple. Like, you might as well just say that, you know? 
<laughs> it's that what's the word unhelpful <laughs> okay um let me see here mm. Kelestania says mistaking correlation as causation exactly exactly so many things correlate so many things coincide and happen at, the, at like similar times but it doesn't mean that one is causing the other and especially if you're not understanding all the different factors that can be affecting your skin then you're going to be um jumping <laughs> to the factor that is just most prevalent in your mind and just because it's there in your mind doesn't mean it's the reason or the root cause or whatever okay and yeah many people are unaware of this because again whenever we don't know enough about a subject we don't know what we don't know we simply can't know what we don't know <laughs> and it isn't until you learn more about it where you realize oh oh yeah when i said that this caused this that was simplistic and made no sense okay i get that now right but when you're new to learning about how your skin functions and stuff, and if, you know, where you're coming from is all the myths and misinformation about skin, then like you think you understand the subject and that's the problem. That's the problem. That's why I say, you know, the first step to learning, a, to getting clear skin is unlearning everything you think you know about getting clear skin, right? That's the first step because you think you know so many things, like you think, that skin is intuitive. You think that, you know, what I did yesterday, this is, a, this is an example of, of, you know, thinking that skincare or skin is intuitive. What I did yesterday is what caused the result that I'm experiencing today. Whether yesterday was a new product, whether yesterday was a banana, right? But it doesn't work like that. It simply doesn't work like that. And then there's differences between irritation versus clogging you know like there's so many nuances and people just all chalk it up into one big foul mess and from there they want to get clear skin how how, <laughs> how is this possible how? and so what i'm telling you is the mechanism in your brain to jump to conclusions is really setting you up for failure in terms of your skin health. It's not the product that you're using necessarily, like that can be changed, that, but again, even that, it's like, because, okay, people go from, you know, blaming the foods, the hormones, whatever the fuck, to, uh, to blaming individual products or ingredients, because they think that they know how to, A, choose products, understand formulas, so many assumptions, right? That they know how to use the product for their specific, uh, like, context, right? For their particular skin's needs, at this time <laughs> so you you have to assume that you're a fucking expert right to draw these conclusions and that's another assumption that that we make right oh yeah i used to blame food and all this stuff now i know it's my skincare so if it doesn't work overnight then it's this product that's the problem next 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 this is a dangerous game that you're playing with your skin it's a very dangerous game and i tell my clients all the time i say what happens tomorrow, if you have a pimple tomorrow, like literally after we, we're talking right now on a routine review, what happens tomorrow, like when you get a pimple tomorrow, it's not because of this conversation, okay? <laughs> like this conversation did not cause tomorrow's pimple. You didn't even start using the new routine tomorrow because you haven't even received the routine review yet, right? I have to actually sit down, write it, 
Then you have to actually order the new product. Then you have to actually use them correctly for a long enough time to see the results. So tomorrow's pimple means what? Nothing, nothing, right? It wasn't caused by today's conversation. It wasn't caused by whatever you did today, okay? It just didn't. Today is irrelevant because <laughs> I've had this happen. Like we're literally the next day, a client will email me and says, I got a pimple, Elena. What does it mean? A pimple? I don't know what it means. I have no idea what it could mean. I don't have a fucking crystal ball to tell you what happened inside that pore, okay, uh, to cause that pimple, okay? But today did not cause it. That's all I know, okay? And so, yeah, I hope that this, I don't know, for some of you is like a light bulb moment. For at least one of you, it's a light bulb moment because this is so important, so important. And until you understand this, like, like my content, I understand you guys come across it maybe from, I don't know, restricting foods or, you know, you, you come to my content at different times in your skincare journey, right? For some of you, it literally clicks instantly. For others of you, you still kind of hold on to those old patterns of behavior or thinking or whatever, where it takes you a bit longer and that's okay. But I would rather it take you a bit longer than you coming across my content and instantly thinking that you understand everything. I would really give it some time to absorb, marinate in it, you know, but for the love of God, stop jumping to conclusions, okay? For the love of God. Not that God is like real or anything. <laughs> I said that just to be a little annoying. <laughs> but again, the other thing is that some of you will write to me telling me your conclusions that you jumped to and you put me in a really tough spot because I am not the type of person who wants to have the ball of misinformation to keep rolling past me. I would like to stop it, right? That's my instinct. However, the people that are jumping to conclusions and don't realize it, if you po point it out to them, when they think like, I, I figured it out, I figured it out. And Olena's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> You're jumping to conclusions. And that I understand can be so annoying to hear. And it is often met with resistance because sometimes I just can't, I just can't shut up. You know, I can't just be like, yeah, keep thinking that. Because I know the longer that you think the thing that you're thinking, whether it's, you know, your pimples form overnight or your skin is this, your skin is that. Because a lot of times y'all, I hear this all the time. People have all these conclusions about how their skin works. Oh, my skin is so reactive or my skin is so sensitive or my skin takes forever to heal. And then like upon me getting the full picture, I can only do this with my clients, right? When I get the full picture, I see in their email to me, oh, my skin is this, my skin is that. And then I see, you know, the things that they're using and their skin history. And I'm like, no, your skin's actually really resilient or really this or da, da, da. Actually, it heals really fast. Look at this, you know? And I point out facts because I'm like looking at the big picture and I'm like, uh, actually, no, it's totally not what you're saying. <laughs> and I find myself doing this almost on every single call. So when I get people uh, in my comments or DMs or whatever telling me what their skin is like, I never believe them because A, I don't have the full context and B, you're likely jumping to conclusions. <laughs> this has just been my experience with most of you where I've learned that if you have something very confident to say about your skin, like if you're very, if you sound very certain about how your skin is functioning, um, but also it depends on the conclusion that you're making, right? Obviously, um, then you're probably wrong. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> 
Oh, man. So, yeah, I know it's annoying, but just don't jump to conclusions. So for those of you who are interested in learning more about why food doesn't cause acne and how hormones are not uh, the cause of your acne either, then I would recommend, again, signing up for Skin Queen because I talk about these things in depth, okay? Like, I, we, we go through all the myths, we get that out of the way, and then we learn about the skin. And the more you learn about the actual skin, the organ, the more everything makes sense, right? Because it's like, what you guys are hoping to get is like, like a snippet here by asking this question, you know, like hormones, for example. Um, asking the hormones question or the food question or whatever. You're, you're looking at the problem from a certain angle, but you're not looking at it at like, you're not looking at the full picture, right? And so until you get the full picture, it's not going to make sense, right? If I answer one aspect of the problem or explain one aspect of the problem. That's why I made my course the way I made it, so that you really do get the big picture, right? You understand what impacts your skin, what's important, where you have control uh, over your skin, and what you can literally do to help yourself and take amazing care of your skin without needing to rely on, <laughs> rely on, that doesn't even work, without needing to restrict random foods, blame random foods, blame your body, your hormones, even your skin. Because many of us, we end up blaming our skin for things that we're inflicting on our skin, right? And that is so not fair, <laughs> you know? And anyway, and so it's it's really complicated, especially again, the hormone picture, people just look at its hormones. She took a pill and that's all that happened. And it's like, no, there's obviously more to the story that we're not looking at and so anyway uh, uh, let me see people sometimes ask me here in the lives to make product recommendations and I don't do that unless I know your skin it just doesn't make sense to make product recommendations unless I know what you're dealing with right like what you have to kind of look at it with suspicion if you ask a person on the internet to make a product recommendation to you a stranger whose skin they've never seen in ever, that know nothing about you. And they're like, yeah, this product, this product, this product. Isn't that suspicious? Why, why, why is a person so certain that this product is going to be good for you if they know nothing about you or your skin? It never made any sense to me. <laughs> and then people are like, yes, she said this product, therefore this product. So yeah, I would be weary of people being a little too um, enthusiastic about recommending certain products to you, again, knowing nothing about you, your situation. It's oftentimes a personal bias. I really like this product. It suits me. So I'm just going to recommend it to you. It might not suit you. You know what I mean? So please be aware of this. Again, this is very much a give me a shortcut, give me a shortcut, give me a shortcut kind of situation. But for, I guess, for if you want to do the homework yourself, uh, then I would recommend going to my website, my YouTube channel, and seeing the kinds of things that I do recommend, because those are things that are I recommend more broadly that suit a lot of people, not all people, but a lot of people, depending on the context, right? And I try to walk you through some of those contexts and be specific. This might suit you if this, this might suit you if that, you know what I mean? So if you look there, then you can decide, oh, does this make sense for me in my context or does it not? You know what I mean? You kind of, another mistake. <laughs> this, this, this brings me to another mistake that people make. 
Um, trying to get clear skin. And the mistake is, or really, in any, like this is a mistake that applies to many areas of life, but especially, I guess, since we talk about clear skin here, clear skin. And this mistake is outsourcing your thinking to a stranger on the internet. I'm going to say it again. Outsourcing your thinking to a stranger on the internet. We do this, like some of you might know who I am, my background, the results that I get, blah, blah, blah. You might already trust me. And, you know, so you know that when I make a recommendation or when I give a tip, you think about whether it applies to you, blah, blah, blah. You, then you apply it to yourself if it's useful. You ignore it if it's not useful for you in your context. But then there's people on the internet that are just finding me out for the first time, but are willing to ask me for a product recommendation. <laughs> and it's like, who am I? Who am I to you? I'm a stranger. You shouldn't take my advice. <laughs> like, what if I don't know what I'm talking about? What if like I'm an idiot? You need to find that out first, right? You need to find out if I have two brain cells to rub together, you know, if I make any sense or if I'm an illogical, um, I don't know, unethical, like, like just salesperson totally motivated by, you know, selling you a certain product, regardless of whether it suits you or not. Maybe I'm making a percentage of this product sale. You know what I mean? Like, like you need to find out if who you're listening to should be listened to. I mean, this is this goes to like everyone who follows Gwyneth Paltrow or Goop. Like these people have taken their brains and been like, here, you think for me. Or people who follow the medical medium, they've taken their brains. Here, you think for me. That is what I mean by outsourcing your thinking. You can never outsource your thinking. You can never outsource your thinking. I know we want shortcuts. I get it. Yes, we want to have trusted sources in our lives so that we don't have to think about every single thing because that can be exhausting and we don't have the bandwidth for this. Yes, totally, I get it. But come on, with with influencers and shit like that, celebrities, like you can't just look at somebody's numbers and be like, oh yes, this person is trustworthy. No, this is why people, people who think that algae causes acne or breakouts, they've outsourced their thinking. They saw somewhere on the internet that a stranger who has no idea what they're talking about says that algae, algae made me break out. Okay, great. So you have just literally, you've taken your brain, you've given it to a stranger. Here, you think for me. <laughs> Do you understand how ridiculous that sounds? The internet is full, full of people just making claims, saying things. I might be making claims and saying things. So you need to find out if what I'm saying makes sense or not. You have to think more, not less. <laughs> okay? Okay, this is important too. Alexa says, always trying new products. Ooh, as the mistake, yes. Always trying new products is definitely a mistake. And Stacey Wolf adds, assuming you know. Yes, even to this day, you guys might already know, but I'll tell you, I have a pretty good basis of understanding of skin, right? But even to this day, I never assume I know everything. I can never, ever, like, ever assume that I know everything. I'm always, like, trying to just, I look at it as a puzzle that I'm putting together, and I have to gather as many puzzle pieces as I possibly can in order to actually put the picture together, right? If I'm missing a bunch of puzzle pieces, I'll be guessing what that final image is right? 
So even on phone calls with my clients, like I might go into it with a hunch, whether it's this problem or that problem, or maybe we need to tweak this or that, but I still go into the phone call with kind of like beginner's eyes, almost like, I don't know anything about you. Let's learn from the beginning so that I can gather as many puzzle pieces as I can, because I don't want to, uh, you know, confirmation bias myself into, uh, a decision or a plan of action if it doesn't make sense ultimately, right? I can't ignore what's in front of me. And that's really important to me. And so I've even had this before where my clients try to bias me into a certain position. Like they'll argue for a certain, I have this condition or I have that condition. And I'm like, but none of the facts, none of the puzzle pieces, you know, are showing me that. So I can't, you know, say that at all, right? Um, and so I think it's really important to be open, always be open to gathering more information and wait to draw the conclusion. Why do you always have to conclude stuff? Therefore this, therefore that. Why? It's okay to wait. It's okay to be like, I don't know enough yet. I'll just wait and see. <laughs> I've done this so many times with a pimple where I just go, I don't know if this is going to be a big one or a small one. I assume it's going to be a small one because, you know, if I'm not stressed and if my skincare routine is supporting, protecting my skin, it's probably not going to be a big one. But anyway, but in the beginning when I wasn't yet there and I didn't have this confidence in how I'm taking care of my skin, I would, I would actually be like open to the possibility that, hey, this doesn't have to be a big pimple. This could turn into like nothing. And then I would watch what would happen. And so many times that thing that seemed like it would be the juiciest, biggest motherfucker turned into nothing, like nothing, where literally it went like, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be something. It's gonna, uh. And then had I stressed about it, it would have turned into something. But I was like, mm, could be nothing. <laughs> and then I gave it time, right? Didn't draw a conclusion gave it time, it didn't turn into anything at all. So the putting the cart ahead of the horse situation, I've seen it from like in so many different contexts about so many different things, skin related things that I'm just like, it doesn't help you. Stop putting the cart ahead of the horse. Stop making conclusions ahead of gathering the facts, right? Giving it time, watching things play out. Many people don't give their skincare routines time to play out before they draw conclusions about their skincare routines. And I, it's like the pimple didn't form overnight, but it's supposed to heal overnight. You introduce a new routine and it's supposed to just magically like new you tomorrow? How do you defy biology and the laws of physics? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so let me see here, do, 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 what you guys are saying. <laughs> Krista says, this Iraqi book catches my attention all the time. What is it? It's a porn book. <laughs> no, it's a book of, I think it's a photography book and Iraqi is the name of the photographer, but it's supposed to be some kind of suggestive stuff. Uh, I haven't opened it in ages, so I literally forgot what's in that book. I think it's black and white photography. And it might be very suggestive. It might be like really pushing the envelope suggestive. I think that's what I remember my husband telling me. Like, I'm, I'm sure I flipped through it, but I guess it didn't register. Like, I don't remember. So it's a photography book. Okay. <laughs> that's funny, Krista. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. 
Zagusto says, hi, Olena, warm hugs from Nastya. Thank you so much for our RR. You are amazing. Oh, my pleasure. Nastya, so cute. Um, You do make sense, but I'm just desperate, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so this desperation thing, you have to be aware of it, okay? I'm telling you guys, this is so important. I get it. I get it. I was there too, okay? This is all this stuff that I'm talking about. I have learned the hard way. Okay, the hard way, meaning I've made all the mistakes, I've jumped to all the conclusions, okay? I've done it already for you, but it's not just me. Many of us jump to the same conclusions and we think, oh yeah, I'm the first to think this way. I'm the first to think that food causes acne. I'm brilliant. Now I'm going to just eliminate all the food and I'm going to stop breaking out. Amazing. I'm a genius. (laughs) Okay. So... Because I've been there, I know how it felt to feel desperate and just in need of any answer. Any answer. You know what I mean? It's almost like you're so desperate that any answer will do. Any answer. (laughs) Just promise me that I'll get clear skin by tomorrow, you know, and I will buy it. I will try it. I will do whatever you tell me to. Just promise me clear skin, you know? And so do you think that brands... Even uh, coaches uh, haven't figured out that desperate people do desperate things. This is the clear, the people that don't have clear skin but want clear skin so badly. Marketers have figured out that you want clear skin really, really badly. And they are milking it for everything you're worth. This makes you really an amazing consumer. It really does. When you're desperate and just, does it say clear skin on the bottle? Like, <laughs> whatever bottle. Is it? Is it a drink? Is it a supplement? Is it a pill? Is it a cream? Just clear skin? Fine, fine. Here, take my money, right? So we gotta, we gotta be careful with that. But the other thing we have to be careful is, is again, judging the expertise of somebody based on how they look. I've talked about this before, but I think it's important. If a person has clear skin, they must understand how to take care of skin. No, this is not true. Some people fluke out and have clear skin, regardless of how shittily they are currently taking care of their skin. And I found this, I found this to be actually a very common thing is we think somebody's skin is much better than it actually is in real life. Because I, I get people writing to me who some of them are like skin coaches, some of them are, you know, nutritionists, whatever, 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 like people different doing different things. But they on their platforms come off as having clear skin. They come off as having no skin problems. Even like some famous, you know, celebrities, they come off as having no skin problems. And then suddenly they go, yeah, actually, I've been struggling with acne or um, some other skin condition, dermatitis or something else, something else, something else. And you would have never known. Why is that, right? So we can't just assume that somebody has perfect skin all the time, A. And B, we can't assume that everybody who seems to have nice skin actually has nice skin and see that they actually can create nice skin over and over and over again for many different people in many different contexts, right? Because that requires expertise. That requires some deeper understanding of the subject. You know, it's not a fluke. You know, if somebody can help achieve clear skin over and over and over and over again, it's not a fluke, right? So, We just got to be more aware and stop outsourcing our thinking, but also we can jump to conclusions. Stop jumping to conclusions! (laughs) Um, 
Sitter Rush says, does sleep really affect acne? My sleep routine is horrible because I need to do a shift job in the midnight till morning. I've had clients actually who do shift work and have clear skin. So sleep is important, but if your you know, schedule is not the usual schedule, it still doesn't mean that you're gonna have problems with your skin, okay? It's not that, how do I say? It's not that direct, right? Oh, I don't sleep, therefore bad skin. It's not that direct. Um, if you're not getting enough sleep, yes, it can affect your skin indirectly. Uh, sometimes you can create more sebum and stuff, and obviously everyone blames sebum for everything, right? And that's not true either, right? The, the, the jumping to conclusions, more sebum, therefore more acne. That, that was a jump. There's no facts behind this. This is a jump, a jump in logic, okay? And so um, I wouldn't worry about it. The more you worry about your sleep schedule affecting your skin, the more likely it's gonna affect your skin. You're just gonna stress yourself out. You're gonna probably lean uh, over the sink more. Like, is sleep affecting my skin, you know? And it's just not good. Don't, don't hype yourself up in that direction. You know, just be like, this is fine. My skin can handle my sleep schedule, okay? Just be a little cooler about this stuff. And the internet, it tends to like make us so afraid of things like, oh my God, I'm not sleeping enough, oh, pimples. Oh, oh my God, I got stressed, pimples. You know, I had a life event, therefore pimples. And it's like, no, you're allowed to live your life. <laughs> you're allowed to, you know, like literally you're just allowed to live your life. Your skin should not dictate your life, right? Um, and I know that sounds almost redundant to say, but for a lot of people, it does actually dictate their life. They skip dates meetings they don't you know hang out with maybe after work with co-workers or whatever like so they they end up skipping opportunities essentially opportunities again to meet an awesome partner or to have a business opportunity like make more money as a result of going to that meeting or you know like we have to actually put ourselves out there and do stuff and there's people who again because of their skin condition are not putting themselves out there are not you know doing stuff and therefore are missing out hardcore so we can't have our skin do that. Like that's not fair to you. You need to go out there and have experiences. It's really, really important for your overall growth and your overall success in life, right? Because I'm sure that you want to be successful. And I'm not talking to you in particular, Cider Rush, but I'm saying that in general, I've just noticed that people you know, limit themselves because of their skin and you really don't want to do that. You want to learn as much as possible about skin health, right? Use my content. I really like, I, I try to guide you to like this, this, ignore all the noise, ignore all the, stop wasting your time with all this bullshit. Just do what you can. And that, and the, this particular stuff, because this particular stuff really affects your skin long-term. Just do it. <laughs> uh, okay. It's Medjil says, hi, Olena, can you give us more tips for the mindset? How to deal with negative thoughts and frustration considering acne? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, do you have any particular thoughts that you have that you feel are bothering you or that are, you know, not helping you? I, the more specific you can be, the better. But I find what helps is thinking about it as a temporary situation because it is, it's a temporary skin state. It's a condition, right? And we have to kind of create the circumstances in which this condition can thrive. And then when we create different circumstances where your skin is supported and protected, right? 
then you don't have that anymore and the skin starts to heal and improve and then stay consistently fairly clear, right? So if you look at it as a temporary thing, I think that really helps where I'm just dealing with like, you know, when you get a blister on your foot, the world doesn't end, right? It's not like, oh my God, I have this blister forever. <laughs> so dramatic, right? <laughs> um, we know that it's temporary, the skin heals. And that's the other thing I think that's really important to remember is the skin's incredible healing abilities. The skin is this amazing, amazing, underrated organ in that it's it heals so well, like so well. But again, if you don't interfere, because many people are like, how do I heal faster? And then they find all the craziest shit on the internet that ends up ultimately creating scarring and all kinds of problems that are very, very almost near impossible to uh, reverse, right? So I would kind of give your skin a little more credit, uh, you know, rather than just racking your brain all the time, drawing conclusions about what might be going wrong. Think about what can be going right. You know what I mean? Like I said, when you get that pimple or when you get the beginning of a pimple even, consider the idea that it could turn into nothing. People don't consider it. They just consider, oh my God, it's going to be the worst thing ever. It's going to ruin tomorrow. I won't be able to leave the house for a week and blah, blah, blah. And then like your mind goes there and it's like unnecessary. Again, putting the cart ahead of the horse, right? Do, 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 do. S. Almo 96 says, actually, you helped me a lot in my skin journey and my skin looks good and people say it looks good. Confidence plays a part, I guess. So you, yeah, yeah. The other thing, <laughs> the other mistake <laughs> that we often make is we project something else onto our skin, like our unrealistic expectations on it. And sometimes we don't even realize how good our own skin is, right? We expect it to look like some filtered photo or something as we're looking at it like this after I just washed my face, okay? And I'm an inch from the mirror. My face is a little blotchy. You know, I just washed my face. There's like blood rushing to my face and all this stuff. And I just like massaged it thoroughly, getting stuff off, right? And I'm looking at it from an inch, an inch from the mirror. And I'm like, why doesn't my skin look like a filtered photo? You know, oh, my skin is so bumpy. Oh, I have these, these black heads on my nose, you know, like all this shit that we come up with. And then we're like Googling, how do I get rid of this? How do I get rid of that? So again, another thing that we do is we don't actually recognize how good our skin actually is. This is another huge, huge, huge mistake. Okay. Again, I have seen people with absolutely perfect skin, like perfect skin goals, amazingly healthy skin. Google, how do I get rid of acne? How do I get rid of blackheads? Okay, how do I make my skin less oily or something or something, right? Like insert dumb concern when their skin is perfect, okay? And then they do what the internet suggests. And then give it three, four, six months. You see, you see what happens, right? So you, like, this is usually what happens to most people. Like they, they imagine themselves as an acne sufferer who they're, they're just like born an acne sufferer, but they forget there was, they weren't born an acne sufferer. They weren't born with the skin condition that they had clear skin most of the time. And then they started asking themselves silly questions. And then they did something worse 
Because asking yourself a silly question is one thing. Asking the internet a silly question is another entirely. Okay? <laughs> oh, I'm just uh, scrolling your comments. Anastasia says, Hi, Olena. Do you know how long it takes for a pimple to grow? It's not happening overnight, probably a few months. Thank you. You're amazing. My pleasure. Um, from what I've learned in all my readings, it takes from four to eight weeks, somewhere along those lines, for a pimple to turn into a pimple because it starts off invisible. You don't know where it's going to be. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that's the funny part when people go like, yeah, I used a product yesterday and today I'm breaking out. This product is horrible. I'm always like rolling my eyes. Or if I'm, you know, if they can see me, then I'm rolling my eyes inside. I'm definitely rolling my eyes in, in my brain. <laughs> it's Medjil says, thank you. Yes, exactly. The stress about thinking the worst that can happen or the worst that can turn into, it's so annoying. Exactly. So you, you have to almost train yourself to trust your skin again. But one of the best things you can do is just to think less about it. And I'm going to do a post about this because it's so important. But like if your thinking involves jumping to conclusions, stressing, you know, thinking about the worst case scenario, then maybe it makes sense to not think. <laughs> and I know that's harder said than done. I get it. I get it. I get what I said just sounded ridiculous, right? But you can train yourself to pay less attention to your skin. And again, this is why sinks distance is so absolutely fundamentally important for your skin health, right? Even sinks distance trains you to see your skin in a more realistic way, right? It trains you to not make a mountain out of a molehill, right? It trains you to like your skin more, to think about it less, right? And this is this is really important. Um, S almost 96 says, it's so true. We see a lot of filtered pics. So we get frustrated and think that simple minor stuff on the face is a huge deal, which it is not. Exactly. Exactly. Plus, again, you have to understand that when you're looking at another human being on the internet, you are seeing them through a camera, through technology already. Whether or not they're using a filter, that's another question. So you have to get comfortable with this idea that you don't know people unless you know people. <laughs> like, basically, anybody I see on the internet, I'm like, I don't know you. Okay, I don't know what your actual skin looks like. I don't know what your actual body looks like. I don't know anything about your actual life. You could be projecting one thing, but doing something else, you know, behind the scenes. Like, your life might be miserable, but you might be pretending like you're happy. We don't know people until we know people, right? And we all assume that somehow it's possible that the other human being that we're looking at, that we don't, like, we don't know them personally, we've never seen them, we probably never will, but we assume that that one person has achieved poreless skin. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> like, we see humans in real life. We see them every day, right? But we assume that that one celebrity or that one influencer has definitely achieved poreless skin or skin that never ever gets a little bump or a clog or anything and that is us jumping to conclusions <laughs> okay pauline says i shared with my mom the three steps the three-step moisture method you created and she loves it thank you so much elena oh my god i'm so happy earlier today somebody uh wrote to me in the dms she wrote that she um 
taught the three-step moisture method to her 15-year-old brother and that he's so cute doing that. It, it, but he's also like, he's like complaining that it's a lot of effort, but then his skin is also improving at the same time. So that is so cute. I love it when you guys teach everyone the three-step moisture method. That is the best. <laughs> Kiki asks, oh, this is, I'm going to read this question because this is an example of what we shouldn't do is, hi, Elena, what's the best actives to tighten the skin? I'm entering 35 years old, by the way. Hey, <laughs> hey, thank you. I don't know any actives that could actually tighten the skin. Possibly some peptides might have some properties that affect elastin, but I'm not sure what can actually tighten the skin besides like invasive procedures. It's a it's a hard thing to do. And again, with skincare, I'm not sure any skincare could actually tighten the skin. If you're referring to something that could boost collagen in the skin, then retinoids could boost collagen in the skin and um, prevent, you know, wrinkles from forming or maybe make uh, the wrinkles that you currently have a little less pronounced. But obviously this would take a long time. Like you really have to um, commit long term and I mean years to see that kind of progress. There's no instant overnight kind of solution to any of this. Okay. And so that's another thing that we have to understand is that skincare does not work overnight. It doesn't solve our problems overnight, especially serious things, you know, like saggy skin, jowls, for example, like that. You gotta prevent with lots of sunscreen long term like we like we have to start early in terms of caring for our skin and then we'll see the benefits later on right it's an investment kind of in your skin's future right the sooner you take good care of your skin that's how it works okay so yeah cuz many people they think this is this is a this is a mistake but many people think that you know I'll just start caring for my skin when I actually have a problem with my skin and uh, well, it depends on the problem, right? Because if the problem is like severe hyperpigmentation and deep wrinkles and all this stuff, and you, you've been a smoker for, for 50 years of your life, like I've seen, you know, there's that show, it was, it was a horrible show on, on Netflix. What was it called? Skin Decision. I forgot what it was called, but it was with like a plastic surgeon and a aesthetic nurse, I think, if that's her title exactly. And they were doing all these before and after makeovers with surgery, injections, lasers, chemical peels, fillers, everything you can imagine. And the thing is, like some people, their results were not very good, like because, you know, the results for a lot of these before and afters were like four or six weeks. And four or six weeks is not enough to actually have long-term skin results. Like you want to give it, like my, my best before and afters are not after, you know, a month, or three months, the best ones are a year, two, three years, then it's like, holy shit, who is this person? You know what I mean? So again, skincare is, it's an investment. Like you're investing time and effort and a little bit of money, depending on, you know, but like you don't have to overpay for skincare. If it's well formulated and stuff, you don't have to be overpaying for your skincare. Okay. But you're investing in the future health of your skin by taking it care of it today. That's what you're doing. Okay. All right, guys. Do, do, do. Oh, you're, you guys, when you ask me about my thoughts on particular products, then I just don't have thoughts. I only review my clients' products because then I know their skin. So I'm reviewing the product relative to what's going on on my client's skin, not like a random person who I don't know, right? Because one product, a good product can suit one person 
and could be terrible, could be trash for another person, depending on the context and depending on how it's used. So <laughs> I try to be more and more specific. You know what I mean? Yes, there are some products that are like terrible for all human skin, for sure. Those do exist. Uh, yeah, Lush products, for example. <laughs> I was... Uh, Yesterday I saw, I saw Lush, I walked past Lush and I just always, it makes me upset that like this stuff targets mostly I think like young, like preteens, teens, right? Like I guess some adults like that shit, but anyway. <gasps> so bad. S almost 96 says, thanks a lot for the positive energy always. I'm from Kuwait, by the way, it's super hot, like hell lol. And I try to wear sunscreen every day. Sometimes I'm too lazy. Well, heat and sunscreen don't necessarily, you know what I mean? like. I wear sunscreen in the winter as well. So just because it's hot doesn't mean anything. Just kind of have to wear it 365 days a year, unless again, you live in a windowsless basement. Like if you have a very dark place that you live that doesn't see much light, then obviously, and you're home all day or whatever in this dark place, <laughs> then you don't need sunscreen. But everywhere else, uh, the kind of best rule of thumb is to wear sunscreen. And also you never know if you're like gonna run out and uh, maybe run an errand, you know? So just, are you gonna put on sunscreen before you head out? You know, it's almost just better. Just just do your full skincare routine, get it out of the way and then live your day. And then don't think about your skin. And then in the evening, do your skincare routine again. <laughs> and the more consistent you are with this, the better, okay? All right, guys, this wraps up our fun little chat about the biggest uh, mistakes that some people make that keep them stuck and then oftentimes repeating the same mistake over and over and over again and like you point it out to some people and they're like no I know my skin I'm like okay you keep doing you <laughs> like have fun with that because you have to understand that you know for me it actually hurts me to watch you guys struggling with your skin this is why I try to help right this is why I create content is to help you so you stop struggling but um uh, it's tricky for me personally because like I just want to give you the answer but not all of you are ready for the answer and some of you are quite hostile when you get the answer so I've just learned not to engage with people who are really really stuck sometimes I break that rule and then I regret it <laughs> because again hostile people can get very hostile when they really think they understand something and you're just like but it's not gonna work like i no, I've been through this already with like thousands of people. Like I, I like, it's just not gonna work. Like there's another way, it's better, it's shorter, it's less struggly. Like, just please, <laughs> you know? I'd be like, nope, I'm gonna take the longest possible way. I'm not gonna like it, okay? Or I think I'm gonna like it, but I'm not gonna like it. I, I don't know what's waiting for me around the corner. It's not gonna be fun. And they just keep banging their heads against the wall, you know? Hi, Elena, is it normal? to get three to five acne after I use active toner or serum. I don't know the context. <laughs> but also I would invite you guys to this question of is it normal? Because there are certain contexts in which that is normal, depending on, again, the toner, like where your skin's at, what are you doing? But, <sighs> and also to get acne, it's not like it happened overnight. The pores were already clogged. So now you're just seeing some inflammation. So I don't know at all the context. I can't comment. It would be really silly of me to jump to conclusions. <laughs> okay, we took it full circle, I think. <laughs> ah. 
Mangiel says, it's so hard to stay patient, especially in the beginning without seeing improvements. But yeah, consistency is key. As long as you're supporting and protecting your skin, the results have to be good. Like there's no other option, okay? No other option. Your skin wants to heal. It's on your side, okay? It's on your side. So it's just a matter of making sure that the products are also on your skin's side and how you're using them is, is, is supportive. Because some people can use like well-formulated products in the most aggressive fucked up ways, okay? I've seen all kinds of situations, okay? So as long as you're supportive, you're protective, you're rel relatively gentle, you're not like trying to force your skin to like what you're doing, you know? Then good results, right? Healthy, clear, even skin, sometimes even glowy skin. It's just inevitable, okay? So if it's inevitable, you don't have to worry about it every single day and freak out all the time, right? <laughs> uh, Kiki HS says, what do you think about spray sunscreen? I personally am not a fan of spray sunscreen. I guess we're talking, are we talking an aerosol spray or just a spray bottle? I never really spray it like this on myself because it's patchy. And also it can go everywhere, depending on, again, aerosol, aerosol sunscreens, I just don't do, period. And then like a spray sunscreen, that's like a cream or something that comes out of a spray bottle. I'm not a super fan of either because I just like to put it exactly where I want to put it. So I prefer creamy, like gel textures, whatever, that are not sprays. And even, again, if it was a spray, not an aerosol, but a spray sunscreen, I would spray it on my hands and then apply it. Okay, does that make sense? So good question, interesting. Have you heard about edible SPF? There's a product here in the Philippines, it's hilarious. Yes, I've heard of it, unfortunately. I've heard of it. <laughs> edible SPF. So just everyone wear your sunscreen, okay? <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Okay, thank you guys for joining me on this live. I hope that, I don't know, it maybe you, it helped you. If it didn't help you, well, what can I do? What can I do? <laughs> But if you think it would be helpful for somebody you know, then make sure to send them this live. You know, maybe it could plant some seeds for these people and help them shorten that, that journey between their skin condition and their skin goals. You know, if they're struggling and you see them just like having not a fun time of it, you can send them my way or send them, send them my way, send me their way, send me their way. <laughs> And have them, you know, get shocked in the beginning, resist a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Different people have different reactions to my content, right? Depending on where they're at. Kiki says, thank you so much, Elena. You helped me a lot. My pleasure. Mikriosa says, we appreciate you, Elena. Why, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So have yourselves a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you around.